everyone. This is Amanda Borchel Dan. And I'm Jessica Steinberg, your host for Times Will Tell, a weekly podcast from the Times of Israel. Hey, Times Will Tell listeners, it is Jessica Steinberg, and I am here with the people behind New Legend, a company which finances, develops, produces, and distributes commercial TV. As you guys all know, TV is a very big deal here in Israel, and not just for watching. We've got so many TV shows that have come out of Israel that are on all the major streaming platforms, film as well, of course. We're actually in the week of the Jerusalem Film Festival, which opened on Thursday night. Uh, But we're not talking about that specifically. We are talking about an accelerator that has partnered with the Jerusalem Film and Television Fund to create new projects. Partners who have come from all different all different parts of the industry, including one partner who is from the high-tech industry. Um, we've got Oded Turjaman, who's the co-founder and director of content for New Legend. Say hi, Oded. Hello. Hi. And we've got Gal Yashar, who is the CEO of New Legend. Say hello, Gal. Hi, everybody. So we're going to talk about what they're doing with their accelerator. We'll probably talk a little bit about the TV industry in general in Israel and why it is that they decided to put this accelerator together. And actually, that's probably a good place to start with. Uh, so first of all, what's interesting is the fact that we joined together with Meitav Investment House, which actually invested in the company. And together, we established two funds. I would imagine this is a very new kind of thing to have an investment house invest in content in TV production. Definitely, definitely. It can bring a lot of new money to the market, which is kind of small. If you could give us a little bit of background about how that came together. Was this something that's been in the works for a long time? Is this something that you put together? If you could give a little bit of the history. So, uh, actually, New Legend is uh, established uh, two and a half years ago. And after a long uh, due diligence done by uh, Meitav Investment House, they decided to invest in the company. Meitav is uh, actually the one of the leading and largest investment houses in uh, Israel. It's a public trade company. It was uh, a, a long journey to actually combine content industry with the finance industry that people will understand that uh, this is something that uh, worth investing in. It's, it's traditionally, it's uh, uh, everybody thought it's a very big risk to invest in content right. in the past. Now with the demand in the market, it's definitely look like uh, something very interesting. And uh, this is why we established the funds that uh, give us uh, a lot of interest in our work. But the real story is Oded and Asaf, because they're really coming from the industry. I'm coming from the high tech. Look, uh, he's the responsible adult. If you have a question about authorization, <laughs> we go to him. For me, money people were always like, you know, uh, characters from Wall Street. <laughs> Wall Street the movie, right? Yeah, Wall Street the movie, like the like uh, you know the sharks. They're like cold hearted and and unrelatable to me because you know I I went to the 
Sam Spiegel Film School, and then I went to the American Film Institute, which is what made me end up here in Los Angeles, talking to you from Los Angeles. And, and I think that um, to me, it was so interesting because the first time that uh, sort of a gal brought us into the world of financing in Israel through, you know, we met with Meitav, I realized that not only, you know, they're not those characters from, uh, you know, from Wolf of Wall Street, oh, Wall Street, the movie. They're just, you know, actually super nice and... Uh, and empathetic and are just excited to explore this new new field for them, which is content, you know, it's an, it's an adventure for them. And I think that quite honestly, like they're committed to supporting Israeli talent, not less than us and, and believing in Israel. And they started saying these things that I think that we learned from, which is, you know, it was high tech nation and now it's gonna be a content nation. Um, so, it's, I think they were just looking like every, like every listener that you have, looking at what's happening in TV today. At the same time, you know, during COVID, a lot of people were just watching a lot more. Every, it was clear that there is a timing that was right for them to come into this. And I think what Gal was talking about in terms of the due diligence was, look, they manage a lot of money. Just for the listeners, I think, and I, every time they look at me weird when I say the number, because the number has changed from the last time I said it. So I remember one meeting, I said, you know, they, you guys are managing so much money, managing $60 billion, and I got dirty looks. Because by the time I said it, they were already managing $65 billion. And, right. you know, and, <laughs> and so to me, it's like funny money, you know, in a way, because, you know, we grew up from independent producers that, you know, are sort of knock on doors to get money. And so right. suddenly there's a switch of mindset because you are on the side that represents money. And now you go, okay, be careful what you wish for. For our listeners, when we talk about Meitav and we talk about 65 billion or 70 billion, like you said, funny money, monopoly money, but real money, that is that is an Israeli fund. I just want to make that clear, correct? It's Israeli funds that are being managed by Meitav. In other words, the money is from Israeli investors. Yeah, yeah, it's an investment house. But it's nothing to do with our funds, yes? No, our no, of funds. course. Just to understand <laughs> the money backing, the money backing new legend is from an Israeli fund, an Israeli investment fund. And, and that's just something that wouldn't have happened necessarily even 20 years ago or 25 years ago. So that's, I just wanted to make that clear. Now, Oded, to come back to you, You've been in this world of content, as you said, you graduated from Sam Spiegel, which is a film school in Jerusalem, and then you went to American Film Institute, uh, you're living in LA, you've been working in this world for a long time, and as you mentioned just now, you're probably used to, like many Israeli producers, knocking on doors to find the money. A paradigm shift for Israeli content to say, Israeli content has always gone to places like the Jerusalem Film Fund, to the government, to local government, to national government, to get the money to make these award-winning films and TV shows that we all count on. This is going to be something very different. Now take us back to where you were at one time to give us a sense of what, how you did your work and now how it's going to really change for you. I was focused for, you know, I think half a century in animation and in kids animation and in, you know, primetime animation. And I got a phone call. I literally, uh, I think it started with this uh, phone call from a friend from Israel who said, you know, you got to meet this producer 
And at the time, and I'm not going to mention name, it was after I had like a, a bad experience with an Israeli format, which came to me and I put together like a pilot offer from a, an American studio. And they ended up, you know, with, with a female creator. And then they ended up choosing, you know, going with a different showrunner who had a bigger name. And I said, this is not the show. This is not, should be driven by a female. And the whole experience was so you know, awkward and, 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 and difficult for me that I told myself, okay, that was nice. Never again. And, you know, and just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in, you know, it's uh, in a way I got this call and I said, listen, I don't want to deal with live action. I'm happy in the world of animation. He said, no, you have to meet this producer. And the producer was a Safnawi who became our, you know, who was a, who was our partner in Israel, who is a prominent producer in Israel. He's probably got I don't know a lot of people at all that no one has anything bad to say about. He's that guy. He's that guy that works years in Israel and everybody trusts and loves. And you go like, hold on. That, that's unusual, right? Yeah, it's unusual. You know, there's a lot of, I was, my joke is there's a lot of oysters with just a few pearls, right? And then he's definitely one of, one of the pearls. He's, you know, and he's so um, successful. And he's the guy you go to when big American production comes to Israel and they go like, hey, you know, we... We uh, want someone that knows how it goes. So Homeland, when he came to Israel, he's the guy that Conan O'Brien picks up the phone and said, hey, I want to shoot a segment in Israel, produce it for me. And that happened. Um, and then he started a, a very impressive content business that, did, that is doing very well in Israel, including a show called Nephew from Hell that got a three seasons order. I don't think that ever happened in any television. Um, and, you know, and so he's that guy. And he calls me and he says, look, uh, this other friend of ours, who's your childhood friend, says, I got to work with you. And I literally had this conversation with him where I said, why? You know, and he's like, you know, he said, so we should try it. Um, so that was he came here to L.A. with a few projects. One of them was so exciting. It's called Fresh Meat. You know, two female creators who went to Sam Spiegel. But then before they did in their army experience, they were in the unit called Seret Matkal, which a lot of Israelis and non-Israelis know from uh, the Antebe operation, from, you know, having a prime minister and, you know, that's from, from that unit so many times and, you know, Bibi and Bennett. And so, but the interesting thing about that, that they were telling it from the female point of view of someone in that unit. So it was sort of like that Danton Abbey experience of like seeing, you know, <laughs> you know, Downton Abbey, Sayeret Makal. I don't really think of those things, those two things in one sentence, but that's <laughs> what it is. Okay. They're the fresh meat in the unit. Yeah. I guess the royalty being, you know, uh, and, and that's their commentary on it. Of course, the royalty being the, the soldiers who fight and sort of like the servants are the ones who don't. And you see the two worlds and how they collide and interact. And that was very exciting because it was a, you know, fresh point of view and something that, you know, anyways is interesting to us to see. So he brought that and he came to LA and uh, we went with this in the same week to uh, a &E Studios and to Netflix. Both were interested. a and &E ended up taking it on and we have been developing it with them. And now uh, it's really getting momentum. That was like the sort of the inception of like, and then Asaf went back to Israel and he was like, called me up and he says, you know, what we just did never happened, never happened before. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, we never 
something that wasn't yet produced in Israel, that was not even developed yet. Yeah, it was just a paper idea. That was a deal like that was never done. We should start a company. And so he met with Gal in Israel. And I think the story changed completely. Gal's that responsible adult who he is the link to, you know, he got Meitav to look at us. And I guess that what's uh, genius about it is how do you put all that in the language of financing and explain to them that when they're investing in something like this, the ROI, like the return of investment, which I, you know, is going to be sim- similar to uh, the high tech, except, and here's, the, and here's the exciting part, it's less risky. And you go like, what? You know, how is that, how is that less risky? Because, believe it or not, people kind of tend to forget because they see all the successes of high tech in the media that for every success, there's so many, you know, companies that fail and don't make it. With, and with um, entertainment, actually, the success rate is higher. So it balances off and, um, and that goes into all these things I don't really understand much about, like Excel sheets and stuff. We're going to take a quick break. When we're back, we'll talk a little bit more with Galia Shar and Oded Turgaman from New Legend about private funding, investment funding in the Israeli film and TV industry. Shalom, dear listeners. This is Daniil Hartman. And I'm Yossi Klein Halevi. Together we host the podcast For Heaven's Sake from the Shalom Hartman Institute. These have been some of the most challenging days for me personally, for Israel, and for the Jewish people. And one of the ways in which I've gotten through this is that I found solace and meaning through discussions with my dear friend and study partner, Daniil Hartman. And I hope that the Times of Israel listeners will join us as we continue to tackle the pressing questions facing the Jewish people here at For Heaven's Sake, which has become the number one Judaism podcast. Well, Daniil, I'd also like to recommend the Identity Crisis podcast hosted by our colleague and friend Yehuda Kurtzer. It's a series of fantastic conversations with leading figures in Jewish life, thought, and culture. You know, for decades, the Hartman Institute has been a preeminent destination for Jewish ideas and learning. Now you can access Hartman Ideas on these chart-topping podcasts at shalomhartman.org forward slash podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be privileged to help guide you through these challenging and even unsettling times. Hi, Times Will Tell listeners. We're glad you're with us for Times Will Tell, our weekly Times Visual podcast. You should also check out our daily briefing, the 15-minute podcast dropped every Sunday through Thursday, in which we speak to our fellow Times of Israel reporters and correspondents, covering the very latest news and headlines. You can subscribe to The Daily Briefing wherever you find your podcasts. We're back with Galia Shar and Oded Turgaman from New Legend, a new kind of film fund. Gal, tell us how you convinced Meitav and how you convinced this kind of investment to come to content, even though 
as Odette is explaining to us, is actually less risky. Still, it was a big new field, I imagine, for the for the for this investment fund to come into. So actually, uh, when uh, you look at the the content industry, it's look very similar to uh, real estate. How you need to develop, okay? You need to build. You need to finance all this uh, through. <laughs> You, you need, uh, for example, to have a, a, a bond, a completion bond. It's the same in, in both uh, cases. So I think when you uh, create the right financial model and you bring it to financial people, of course, they will correct you. But uh, if they see the logic, they immediately understand. And I think what really... Uh, was important in all of this is the fact that this market, the demand in this market is so huge, is so much growing, it's doubled itself in two years. You know, it's uh, the, the streaming uh, 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 war between uh, all of them. It, it's creating uh, endless uh, uh, demand. Was it hard to convince them once you figured out the way to explain it and to and to show its similarities, for instance, to the real estate market? Was it a, was it a hard sell? It, it was not hard, it was long, because this is a very professional people. So everything that you say must be exactly and uh, accurate. And, and, and they needed to learn a new business, different uh, business models, different... Uh, what is a movie? How you produce it? <laughs> right. What, what is the executive fee? What is this? so many things? And they needed to learn it through. And we were lucky uh, that we have uh, David Alalouf, which is the head of the alternative funds. This guy put many, many hours into us. He didn't give up. He learned the field. I think he's, uh, 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 he knows better than me for now, uh, much better than me about uh, everything to do with content. And uh, after they learn and understand everything, they said, yes, there is a business. And it's interesting. And I think the, the thing that makes the, the difference is uh, the team, is the fact that they have Oded and Asaf and, and they can really uh, trust them and uh, see that they know how to deliver. Gal, another question for you. Is the model that you've created for your company, for a new legend, you mentioned the names behind Meitav who are, I used to be a business writer in Israel for Bloomberg. They're some of the biggest names out there in, in the Israeli finance world. Is the world that you've created for new legend, is it similar to the way the content world has been set up in the U.S., or is it a different model completely, or are there some similarities, some differences? Well, what we did, not me, you know, it's a team, we created a financial model that based on two funds. The fact that we have a fund that gives loans uh, to American films, and in the other end, we have a fund that actually invests in a very special way. We are investing in Slate, Slate of de development, slate with talents, talents, okay, and producing 
slate with broadcaster and we have also development slate uh, with our uh, accelerator so these two funds a uh, uh, combination is the the smart things that we uh, b- behind this financing uh, to make sure that our investors uh, have a, a great uh, um, profit and uh, with the reduction of the risk because this exists but if you do it with a great talent and uh, that that uh, brings us uh, it can make the difference and of course our unique model of accelerator which is uh, which we will be happy to tell you about because it's really interesting right so that's a, that led to my next question thanks Oded, tell us about the accelerator now, because of course that's is what that's really what's behind this whole interview. But we needed to sort of give some of the background so that we can all understand what's happening. Tell us about the accelerator and what that what it means in real terms right now. I think the accelerator is in a way a system that was designed to, you know, um, locate or identify, you know, the next successful. Uh, content that could be internationally successful coming out of Israel. And the way we designed it, it's together with the Jerusalem Film Fund, was to, first of all, reach out to creators who, you know, have made something already and, and are established, which is the first sort of filter. And after that, and they have to prove that they did. And, you know, so after that, you know, and we got almost 200 submissions and we've sort of, you know, read through everything and whittled down to 30. The second filter was to make sure that the, the, the buyers, that the guys that are coming from, you know, and, and, and I'll talk about that in a minute because it was, it was the first time ever, I think, that, you know, these platforms sat together and looked at content in the same room. The second step was, which is really, um, I think, the, the secret of the success or the key to that success, it's not a secret now anymore, is that, we sent those 30 um, that we chose out of the, you know, almost 200 to the buyers. And we said, hey, you know, can you rate your favorites? Just like 12, just give us the 12 ones that you like the best. And they're like, and, and I, it's one of these things where you don't know what's going to come back because a lot of Hollywood is built on, oh my God, there's the day of the pitch. And it's almost like a first date. And if you screw it up, you know, uh, if you mess it up, you know, in a nicer language, then there's, there's no going back. And sometimes millions of dollars are invested in that first date. And then, you know, there's no second date. And the truth is a lot of times, a lot of times that first date experience, you know, you know, could be improved and you could get to a second date and, and potentially to a meaningful relationship. So the re, you know, the way to do that was to send, to send them and we got, we got uh, the response and the overwhelming thing was that we not only got the response, we got a more detailed response than if we went and did 30 pitches. So we took all their, we took all that info, we took all that data and we picked 11 projects. Um, you know, we picked 12, but one didn't work out. And then those are the 11 projects that they came to hear their pitches. So now you have buyers who are coming not to a blind date. They're coming to something that, in a way, they helped shape. So, so that was the second part of why it was successful. And my joke about it is like, you know, we have 11 projects and seven of them already have, you know, interest and some of them multiple interests from the different buyers. And, and 
another thing that was exciting to see is that all the local broadcasters and streamers came to that event, all of the Israeli ones. And the American ones, I mean, like the outside of Israel ones were, you know, we had Larry Tanzos heading all Netflix in Europe, Middle East and Africa, who came with Anna Egler, who's now, who's all of Eastern Europe and now opening their branch in Warsaw. We had, um, you know, we had A&E Studios president. And I think that's, you know, uh, as I mentioned before, that's a relationship that's been building. And I'm, you know, I hope that great things, I hope that we'll come back on and tell you about more about that because some great things are coming together. We had Mia Hollinger came from HBO. She's the one who, you know, did Bridgetown, Bridgetown there. Um, she did White Lotus in HBO. Uh, she's behind J.J. Abrams, you know, now um, canceled show. But this is the level of people that were in the room. There are decision makers, there are buyers, there are um, and we had ZDF Studios from Germany and, and Network. And the funny thing is we had Disney Plus that were, was confirmed to come and he, uh, some issues that he couldn't come. But then guess what? He got, he got the materials. Now he is, you know, he is coming to Israel now to meet with the creators separately wow. because he was so in intrigued and excited about the materials that he saw. So you have Disney Plus, HBO, and Netflix, who are fierce competitors, sitting in the same room, hearing pitches, giving their out their So that, I just realized we didn't do this going like, hey, well, let's do something that no one else did in the world. We just realized that never happened. That never happened before, ever, anywhere. By the way, all the Israeli broadcasts uh, also joined, uh, of course. Hot, <laughs> yes, etc. Yes, and they are, they are interesting, <laughs> interested in that. So we're just about out of time. Last question. You got all, you brought all these people together. I mean, it sounds like you guys could do a little bit about uh, the peace process as well, but fine, we'll, we'll let that come next because you've brought all these people into the room together. <laughs> and clearly it has a lot to do with this model that, you've, that you're creating. And it also has to do with bottom line Israeli content, which is pretty much on the top of the pile right now or at the top of the pile with every with with the others. So give me a final line about what it is that everyone is coming to see. What it is about Israeli content that draws people, that has drawn investors, that allowed you to choose from 200 pro from 200 proposals and then you had to whittle it down to 12 and now 11. What is it about Israeli content and then we'll end with that. One sentence, go ahead. One sentence would be uh, and I have to quote the person who told me that uh, Lee Mason from Disney Plus said, you know what it is about Israeli content that everybody is so easy to relate to? It's always about family. Even if it's about a man with a gun in Gaza, it is about family. OK, like it. Gal? I would say it's uh, amazing people and talent that really knows how to uh, create amazing stories. It's the people. It's the people that I fell in love with. I appreciate your one sentence limit also. Gal Yashar and Oded Turjaman, thank you very much for being with us today. We'll, of course, be linking to an article as well that people can read a little bit more about New Legend and what they're going to be doing. But in the meantime, we look forward to hearing more good things from you about what you'll be working on. Thank you very much, Jessica. Thank you for having us.
Thanks so much for listening to Times Will Tell from the Times of Israel. And thanks to our producer, Gilad Brownstein. Please subscribe wherever you find your podcast and check out our daily briefing news show every Sunday through Thursday. Like what you hear? Consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to spread the word. Until next week. Shalom. Shalom.